Welcome back to It Was Murder, <laughs> the number one heart-to-heart podcast. Still, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Still. No copycats yet. No copycats yet. Mm. Y'all, y'all sleeping, but that's fine. Um, we are happy on our perch on Mount Olympus. They're going to wait till we get to season three to see if we have the commitment. Oh, man, we're going to fuck them up. <laughs> uh, I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight... We are all a part of Operation Murder, (laughs) (laughs) which should just be called Gaslight 2. I just, I named it that. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Gaslit Murder. That was. Oh, this is like, I, I, uh, gaslighting is one of the most genuinely uh, horrifying things in my mind. Like, it's so brutal. It's such a brutal thing to do to someone. And. It's also one of my favorite <laughs> favorite <laughs> things like, to do to someone. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite things. Favorite tropes in uh, thrillers is is gaslighting, uh, including the original movie Gaslight, where the term comes from. It's fantastic. Mm. Uh, you should watch it if you haven't. You can watch either of them. There's two. <laughs> I don't need to watch it. I live it. I constantly wonder if I'm crazy. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's our gaslight joke. <laughs> I felt like it was somewhere between Gaslight and The Lady Vanishes. Yeah. I was, lots, the, I was agents getting and- a Rosemary's Baby vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, is, which is to me the, the high pinnacle of, of gaslighting mm-hmm. uh, cinema. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't really think of a better one than Rosemary's Baby. Saperstein. This, the, all the hospital needed was Dr. Saperstein. Yeah, just don't ever trust anyone that says don't read books. Rosemary. It's his first line. Stop reading. Stop reading books. Don't read books. <laughs> Don't read yeah, books. It's like, his beard is so weird. Weird beard. Weird beard. All right. Well, should okay. we hit some minute maxes oh, where we try to man. sum up the plot of this episode in sixty seconds, beginning with Ellen? Is that what minute max is? You know what? I've just decided that it is. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know we were trying to do Terrific. that. Terrific! I can't wait to fuck that up. I Here thought we, we were go. supposed to nervously rifle off things that we remembered. It's technically what we do, but that's <laughs> what we do. So and then everybody else like painstakingly scripts it. Records mm-hmm. it and sends it in, mm-hmm. which we love and appreciate. We do, we do love. Whoops! Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit, Jenny. I'm, st- I'm still lobbying to to be excused if other people <laughs> send theirs in. Here we go. Operation murder, or as I call it, terrific. You're sorry. I'm almost dead, and everybody thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> so. Uh, the hearts weirdly are flying an amazing heart-shaped kite in the park when Jennifer takes the craziest fall I have ever seen, uh, basically cartwheeling over a trash can. She has to go to the hospital. While in the hospital and kind of drugged, she believes that she witnesses a nurse smothering another patient. Um then nobody believes her because no one ever believes Jennifer ever. They go back home. Max makes her a cake. Uh, she see, looks out the window and sees a man. Nobody believes her then. Then they go out to dinner and the man's in the par- powder room because Jennifer's whole life is powder room peril. And <laughs> then um, they're like, well, I have an idea. You hit your head really hard and nobody believes you. Why don't you be bait? Um, there's a sniper. <laughs> there's the FBI involved. There's something with a crime syndicate. It's very creepy. Um, and then in the end, it's a doctor dressed as a nurse, and that's the creepiest thing of all. The end. <laughs> nice. Wow. That was good. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. That I think was it was really, really good. good. Yeah. It's uh, over. Yeah. So that's great. All right, I'm gonna try. <laughs> it's a, it's done. You did it. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Okay. 
Uh, Operation Gaslight. <laughs> the lady doesn't vanish. The hearts are in a park on a gray day in LA, which is why apparently Jennifer runs smack dab into a garbage can <laughs> and gets a concussion somehow. They take her to the hospital where uh, a very stern nurse is very into paperwork. Um, <laughs> their doctor is like, you're fine, but I want to keep you overnight, which is crazy to me. But uh, whatever, they keep her overnight. They give her pills. They give her sedatives. Um, she wakes up from her sedation because she's like hitting the nurse button and no one's answering. So she stumbles outside. She witnesses a nurse, what looks like a nurse smothering a patient. Um, she goes, what are you doing? And then uh, just ends up back in bed. Uh, no one believes her. Uh, then this guy... Uh, Shows up. He's the worst FBI agent in the world. He, uh, oh my God. Uh, he's, <laughs> <laughs> shit. I'm sorry, guys. I, it's like I, bo- I boned this. Like, I really boned that like one. I'm sorry. Call that little. Ellen style. <laughs> <laughs> Great it's Jennifer impression. Ellen though. style. You don't welcome, finish and there's welcome, a little, Eric. there's a drizzle welcome. of chili oil on it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what are you yum, doing? Yum. <laughs> All right. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> It feels it feels bad, doesn't it? Doesn't feel great. <laughs> Operation murder. All right. <laughs> the hearts are acting like five year olds again at the park, and they're flying a <laughs> giant heart shaped kite, which seems like a really weird thing for two millionaires to do. But Jennifer takes a giant tumble over a trash can, and they take her to the hospital, where they keep her overnight. And she wakes up in the middle of the night and witnesses somebody getting strangled. But there was a light above the door while she witnessed it. And the next day, the light's gone, and the room is a different room. Um, so what's going on? She tells Jonathan that a man is outside their house because there was a man outside their house, and then the same man that <laughs> was in the bathroom when she was putting her makeup on, she turns around and he turns the light off. She tells Jonathan, but he clearly doesn't believe her. So they find out that man introduces himself later on for some reason as an FBI agent. And then she tells Jonathan, see, it was real. And it turns out Jonathan told a bunch of police that she told him that. So he did believe her after all, I guess. Anyways, the witness gets shot. They end up back at the hospital. They pretend Jennifer, somebody dresses up Jennifer, gets hit by a car. And then they (laughs) try to give Jennifer an operation, which is why it's called Operation Murder, I guess. The end. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh man you uh, actually uh, figured out why it's called operation murder because that, yeah. that was gonna be my first question which is like, just so weird this isn't like that title suggests spy things yeah and that ain't it but uh well, of course this episode has what i like because it doesn't have what i don't like which <laughs> humor is jokey yeah. undercover bullshit yeah it's like, i don't care if you're just using yourself as bait but I do care if you're dressed up like a rodeo clown from Arkansas <laughs> yeah. um, with a bad wig. Then uh-huh. I sort of, you know, yes. tune out a little bit. This but f- I love this episode because it is dark and scary. And yes. the plot it's very in adult. most ways makes sense. And yeah. there's like a lot of crazy cinematic effects like the handheld camera and <laughs> a, a lot of really. It felt really dreamy. Really amazing things. Really like a mm-hmm. night nightmare. And. Creepy lullaby music. Very little humor. Very little humor. It was really a completely different tone from every every other episode. Also, right. I, I will say that the interactions between Jonathan and Jennifer were reminiscent of season one's like better interactions. It's pitch perfect. It's pitch perfect. They seem like they love each other yeah. and they're friends. And it's like, oh, I love this. And it's not just 
bad jokes. To it's not just sex. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's he less was, raunchy. Also, even and I, free, and I, even freeway is um <laughs> gave, gives a good performance. This time. sure I does. Mean, freeway like yeah. acts like a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> freeway gets picked up, but by Jennifer, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he barks at that Bruno Kirby looking FBI agent out the window. Oh, how dare you besmirch the name of Bruno Kirby? <laughs> That's my, the weird part of the episode I don't quite understand is the FBI agent with the giant bushy mustache. Worst FBI agent in the world. He's stalking Jennifer. He And trying to scare her. Yeah, he he pokes out he looks like the guy who is who am i thinking of it's like a clue character or something <laughs> when she l- turns around and sees him in the bathroom because he's got this mustache he looks like a cat burglar or like a weird i for some reason i thought of mr peanut immediately when i saw him i don't know like a cartoon <laughs> like a cartoon <laughs> burglar he's just in this weird pose uh-huh. and then he's, he freezes he's Lupin. one of those weird three-piece suit giant mustache yes cat burglar. yeah and then he to get out of the situation, the, gent- the gentleman burglar. He turns the uh-huh, l- sure Asen. turns the light off in the room. Why did he do that? Why did I don't he do understand. that? That whole scene makes yeah. no that's the sense only, to me. That's the only part that doesn't quite make sense for me. Like he's following Jennifer. Um, I interpreted that as he he's keeping an eye on her because she's going to be targeted. To but, me, that's how I see it, and he has to make sure that nothing happens and that she doesn't do anything that will blow the case for him. And he says as much when he finally tells him he's an FBI agent. And then there's the incredible moment where there's a sniper wearing vans who murders oh, someone through the window. Through I mean, that's that's pretty elaborate <laughs> and very dark for heart to heart. Yeah, very dark. Guy gets shot. And that window gets punched in like a couple times. It was a really weird effect on that window <laughs> when, the, when the guy shot it. And we talk about, so in the scene where they want you to believe that Jennifer and Jonathan are going back to the hospital to do whatever, to have that nurse Tannen be a bitch to them again, or have Dr. <laughs> Creepazoid, like tell her how pretty her eyes are some more mm-hmm. or whatever, right? They pull in and then it, it's an agent of some kind impersonating Jennifer so that everyone thinks that she is helpless, <laughs> incapacitated, and once again, uh, in room 207, right? Mm-hmm. But the woman that, is disguised as Jennifer and gets hit by the, f- like fake hit by the car. Was she in brown face or am I? I actually wrote down moment. like I love the dirty <laughs> face on fake Jennifer because <laughs> she had like perfect dewy makeup and then just like <laughs> yeah. this this airbrushing like of dirt. it looked like a tire track on, her, <laughs> on the right side of her face, but that the other side so- of her face has so much intense. A rusty colored contour that I was just like, <laughs> yeah. what's happening? And I don't know why. I mean, like the person who does Stephanie Powers' hair works on that show, <laughs> so I'm not sure why they ha- don't have that person or see. They don't seemingly have that person work on the wigs for all the times that there's a fake Jennifer in the story or just a stunt person with a Jennifer wig on. It's like, can we maybe get the person that really does her hair to just I don't, do the same thing? <laughs> yeah. Like, to the wig. Because you like could it. tell immediately, like, and it's always a man too. Yeah, they yeah. always have a a stunt man to put her party almost hat on, without exception, right? But 
I, that seems great. Like the part where the woman screams when she's getting fake hit by the car. <laughs> it looks. It just looks like a blow up doll is suddenly yes. being thrown diagonally. Uh, she does a like jazz dance move in front of the car and screams. Oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, but it's the plan. Like, I'm still. I'm very confused about that plan. What What was that operation? Because that woman still got hit by that car. They knew that whoever was involved in this worked at the hospital somehow because there were no personnel changes yeah so someone's so if they can admit jennifer so thank god for them that's a trap that the sniper didn't just decide to shoot that woman in the head right i mean good thing that they decided to do a very less lethal version of murdering somebody oh for me that's all fake Oh, the car. You think the car was driven by one of them? Yeah. 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 Oh, that was totally Oh, fake. okay. Okay. That, totally that makes fake. more sense. I thought the yeah, car was, it was actually- just all, all a ruse to have her be admitted oh. to the hospital. I yeah. thought the car was driven by the assassin. No, I thought no, that no. was real. Okay. No. That makes more sense then. <laughs> okay. The murder scene in the hospital was so good. It was so yeah, it creepy. Was terrifying. Like everything yeah. about yeah. it, the 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 beginning where Jennifer is hitting the nurse button and nothing is happening, and oh. she just like the empty hospital floor, yeah. right? With yeah, the, oh, the lights just God. flashing and flashing and flashing. Yeah. So, like, so good, so really, good. Really well and then done. that that scene, just that the silhouette of the nurse uh, smothering the guy, and then when he runs past her, spoiler alert, uh, he runs past her. Oh. It's so like. <laughs> good like i don't know it just it really worked for me like i, I was like shit it's, that was creepy yeah <laughs> it's like very exorcist is it exorcist four or three which three. is the one with the three Exorcist three it gave me deep exorcist three vibes yeah <laughs> oh i like which, exorcist which three. means which means it's scary yeah yeah i was thinking mm-hmm. of uh dark water a little bit for some reason but mm. i don't know i don't know mm. why this episode was just really moody. Like they they captured a mood really well. I love that it was shot on gray days in Los Angeles. That's such a treat. It's, it was also a gray day here today, which mm-hmm. was a treat. It sets a tone really nicely. It also makes the colors mm-hmm. look great. And the use of humor in this episode was just enough to sort of mellow it out just ever so slightly, right? Because it was mostly just about Nurse Cannon and yeah. Jonathan and the forms, right? And how he tries to charm her and it doesn't work. Like there's very little attempt made for anyone to laugh out loud. And to me, that was the perfect tone because everything else about this episode is, yeah, it's very Exorcist 3. It it gives me really intense, like early 70s horror vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. But, but there's that great sort of lady vanishes, rear window gaslighting thing where it's always so hideous when someone doesn't believe someone. And, you know, even though we thankfully find out that Jonathan does believe her and he Mm -hmm. says as much, but because of all the times he doesn't believe her as viewers, all of us are inclined to be like, why the fuck doesn't he ever believe her? Her reaction to that too was so good. questioning her own sanity, right? And so, you know, and when you're questioning your own sanity, ask me, I know the only thing you should do (laughs) is, well, I would change out of my spangly Dina Martina-ish um, dinner outfit, um, but I would definitely put on my cream-colored um, collarless mohair coat with a, a matching belt 100%. and uh, go to the 
murder hospital. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. the Jennifer's performance uh, when the worst FBI agent in the world is outside of their house, mm-hmm. <laughs> which again was, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, white, this white. Is, <laughs> you're terrible at this. Like, you are terrible at this. <laughs> but I don't know. He, he got away. Well, no one looked for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's why. Max looked for him. Kind of. Max, Max looked for him. Max peeked through the blinds and was like, nope, there's no one out but there. They, her, when she says, you don't believe me to Jonathan, and he, he's you know imploring like, that he does, her reaction was so perfect. It was so real, like mm. just very true. The, the, the no, you don't. Like realizing, herself yeah. realizing like, and she's like walking away while she says it, right? She's and like her just, having yeah. that, I, I felt her having that thought of like, am I making this up? Is this in my head? Was I hallucinating? Mm-hmm. It's so, so good and so smartly played. Mm-hmm. This episode was fucking good. Yeah. And the John, Jonathan and Jennifer dynamic is really great in this one. There's more time spent allowing them to have like this affectionate back and forth before the accident. And then, you know, they really come together as, as a couple, mm-hmm. you know, and they're referencing the past and their relationship and all that. Um, and then there's that moment when Jonathan has to go into the office after the weird powder room peril restaurant scene. And uh, where to much to my horror, this was one of the scariest parts of the episode for me when Jennifer declines to eat cake. And although I hate yeah. cake personally, <laughs> I don't want, I, you know, I'm like, Jennifer, no, eat some cake. Are you okay? Oh, my God. She's so upset. She's not eating cake. Uh-huh. It's the second time that she's not eating cake because she had a piece of chocolate cake at dinner. That went right. Untouched. That just sat there. Oh, right really? when, I, when right she, before the busboy blows yeah, out the candle rather that was ominously, a, right? Uh, this episode was filled tragedy. with weird scenes like that. Weird scenes where you where you get the impression that the director, the director was like, yes. no, we're doing something serious here. Like Lingering. The, the doctor yes. walks directly into the camera at one point. And the tie, like, yeah. the fade out into the back of someone <laughs> at the restaurant. Yeah. But but so when Jonathan goes to the office to deal with Stanley's bullshit about the A&L merger that apparently sucks, um, and he says, he says, <laughs> yeah. call me, you can call me anytime, even if it's just to talk. And it's like, wow, that's cute, right? Yeah. Did you guys catch that? That's that's sweet. Jonathan said that to Jennifer. Yeah, when he was going to the office and yeah, when she was about to announce she didn't want any cake. I didn't really like Jennifer and Max's thing. They were at odds a little bit. It felt weird. Like that felt like the same. She was at odds with Jonathan the same way with Max, but with Max, it felt like a little more touchy, sort of. There was. I had a weird feeling. The it was the cake scene mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where I my in my heart I was like. Confide in Max. Like Max, yeah. Max will believe you, and yeah. he may do something. And she, she does kind of. I mean, you sort of feel like maybe Max is going to go with her or something. Well, she tells him like, "No one believes me," and mm-hmm. do you know how that feels? Like where, where no one believes you, which mm-hmm. is like, like that's that's even more of a confidence than her saying like, "Look, this is what's going on. I need you to believe me." Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which I didn't. Yeah, I don't. I'm glad that she didn't do that i i have no problems with the writing of this episode aside from that powder room yeah thing well yeah the lights going off was just meant to to manipulate the viewer you know 
also cut to commercial and everybody's the other weird thing if you think about it logically is there's this murder that the nurse and doctor are in on right Mm -hmm. and then just the doctor is it just the doctor? It's just the doctor. Yeah, Nurse oh, Tannen was was a red herring. Nurse Tannen knows oh. she's been clued in by the FBI to go along with the That's whole right, thing. That's right, because there's that Dias. scene where where the FBI agent is talking to Nurse Tannen and he says, Miss Hart's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that you, you get the impression that everyone is yeah. in on it. Right. right. All of the red herrings are really solid yeah. in the episode. The only place where they took it too far was he wouldn't turn the lights out. Because yeah. if someone did that, you would scream for help. Yeah. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so that part's weird. But yeah, so Nurse Tannen and the doctor are tipped off to the fact that the that Kenneth Pander, the crime syndicate guy who is turning state's evidence. Um, Bobo Richard Jenkins. He is. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he's being treated at the hospital. And so they have to tell the nurse and the doctor that they're doing that. And they're using this this. They're like retrofitting this room or whatever. And there's a lot of security and all that bullshit. Right. And so where it goes wrong is not with nurse Tannen. It's with the crazy doctor Mm. who's been approached by the people that want Kenneth Pander to not be available to testify. And then the person that's supposed to actually take care of Kenneth Pander in the hospital and make sure he's all right, took a bribe and that's why he got murdered. So Everybody knows what's happening, but Dr. Creepy. Yeah, I mean, he really occupies um, his role as murderous nurse. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a full face of makeup on yeah. and a really crazy wig. I was yeah. really like, okay, so I knew that it was the doctor from the murder scene uh, just because that, like, the stature of the murderer was. Yeah, was, that's not a that's not That a wasn't a woman. Yeah. Um, and, but. But so I was going along with it. Like, I was totally willing and, and able to go along with it. Here's my question. Well, yeah, well, let, let's keep, I'll keep. Sorry, I'll keep to one train of thought. <laughs> I'm not. You go ahead. Full, <laughs> the full face of makeup was a step too far for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it was, okay, I, I started giggling when you see his skinny little legs in that skirt. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's the doctor. And then they ca- they were really careful to just show his lips, and I saw the lips had lipstick on, and I was like, "Why? Yeah. Wait, what are you doing? What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And then when they show him with the full face of makeup, I was like, "This feels to me like the end of Dirty Harry or Cruising, mm-hmm. or like like this is this this is getting giving me that dress to kill, yeah, uh, bury your homos thing." Who wrote this? J.K. But, Rowling. <laughs> but of course, of course, if he didn't do that then the question would be like, why isn't anybody just like Dr. Kellen? Why are you dressed as a nurse? But uh, don't you think the question would be like, Dr. Kellen, why are you dressed as a nurse in a full face of makeup? Because that's not a disguise. Like he's, yeah, they he's all know what he looks like. Leaning into that. <laughs> I didn't realize that was him. Oh, I did. I thought it was somebody else. No. Mm. Okay. And here's, I have a legit question. Um, plot Is it wise. about, would that black doctor really be going to Catalina Island? <laughs> <laughs> to see the Buffalo? Sorry, the black surgeon. He's not. Isn't he playing racket with his uh, brother-in-law? Yep. The guy in the wheelchair mm-hmm. that mouths off to Jennifer mm-hmm. is the guy that gets shot in the... Yeah. Who got murdered? I thought it was the wheelchair guy. Wheelchair guy. But no, who got murdered in the hospital? I don't... Kenneth Pander, who we actually never see. So we never see that guy. Okay. No, okay, we never see him. So my He's brain, only talked about... That broke my brain a little bit because I was too. like... they. They killed the wheelchair guy, and then he shows up in the next scene. I thought he survived the attack. I That's thought a, I that thought, would happen. I thought for uh, a minute, because, for a minute I was like, Jennifer interrupted, and he survived. Right. 
but then that didn't make any sense. <laughs> may, that makes more sense than yeah, so dying. And then, so when they're in the around. FBI office, he's like, he's like, is that the man that you saw? And he doesn't mean, is that the man that you saw getting murdered? He means, is that the man in the wheelchair that you saw? And so that's the guard who got paid off. Kenneth Pander, we never see. Okay. And he only comes up because okay. age, agent whoever is like, do you know who Kenneth Pander is? Yeah. And Jonathan knows everything. And he's like, the syndic- crime syndicate, whoever. I thought Kenneth, because he was disappeared. I thought Kenneth Pander was the man who was dressed as the nurse at the end. I thought Kenneth Pander was the wheelchair guy. Okay. Yeah. Kenneth Pander's dead. He's yeah, the one who okay. gets strangled by the He's by there the because he, this all makes sense now. His angina is acting up and right. he's in the he's a patient actual patient in the hospital. Okay. And the wheelchair guy was was his guard. God. Yeah. So oh that was the cover. Was, and then they made him an asshole so that you don't mind that he gets shot <laughs> through a window. <laughs> through the head. Yeah. I'm still so like a little bit lost because who so after Jennifer witnesses this man being murdered, uh the doctor runs out and then she collapses. Who completely redoes that room, including taking the light off that the exterior? The doctor. The FBI. Oh, did the FBI do it? Yeah, because they're trying to hide the fact that they have a state's witness in community hospital. Oh, so that's like the, the whole yeah. thing is they, that's why they have the doctor and the nurse know about it because they're doing all this crazy shit in the hospital and they don't want anyone to know that Kenneth Pander's there because they know that somebody's going to come and kill him. Oh my god! We're trying to plan. The FBI needs to step up their game. That's a crazy operation. This is that I. Ugh. Operation he was murder. The worst agent ever. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the worst. He spent all his energy oh coming god. up with Heart this plan. Heart to heart is full of so many terrible agents from across the board. All different kinds of law enforcement agencies mm-hmm. get to be terrible and send their most terrible employees. Except to, for the except uh, for the ladies. All with the hearts. FBI gave him some good ladies. But, Except that, the, for Nancy, the Nancy personal, Winston. She had turkeys to take nurse. Nurse. She was hot. <laughs> the best man. Man, the best best man on the job, Nancy oh, yeah. Winston. Sexy nurse. Sexy fake nurse. I was glad that Jonathan didn't uh over gross me out with that comment because I expected something a little more salacious to come out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead it was merely sexist. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got killed though, right? Or did she just no, get she put just to got, sleep? No, put to sleep. Okay. They just got drugged. I love the 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 plan, <laughs> the doctor's plan was to give Jennifer open heart surgery. <laughs> Well, and then what was the thing <laughs> that he put? He put a little thing in the oxygen tank. Oh, he 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 was going to gas her to death, right? Yeah, he changed the, he took the vials out and then he blocked the oxygen. So uh, then I think she would just, just be get, uh, inhaling whatever, it, yeah. something else. Carbon monoxide? Well, or, I doubt that that's what they use Well, she wouldn't anesthesia. be getting any oxygen. <laughs> right. She wouldn't be getting any oxygen, so she would die somehow. Yeah. But, um... That was that was that's a pretty crazy that's a plan. Also, plan. then I was a little bit worried about Ellen, whoever the woman that actually desperately needs heart surgery. I know Ellen, uh, uh, Ellen Steiner. Yes, <laughs> poor Ellen Steiner. What the fuck? What'd they do with Ellen Steiner? I know. I hope that she. I hope that. They got her, like, I guess they would have to redress that room. Like, they can't just throw another person in there. A million percent. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I mean, it wasn't emergency surgery. So hopefully they just scheduled her for the following morning. And it was because the do- the surgeon said if she doesn't get this heart plant transplant she'll, or whatever, she'll die. Like it was a pretty emergency 
surgery, I thought. It, oh, I you mean when, jo- when Jonathan ran in? <laughs> yeah, which Jonathan's just allowed to run through that hospital. I did like that the doctor was like, you better be right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Takes his mask off immediately, too. <laughs> like, now get the fuck out was of here. He a, was he a, some kind of a guest actor? Like a, Oh, no, he wasn't. It wasn't like a Because he or ripped his mask off as soon as Jonathan came in the room <laughs> and was like, what are you doing in here? And it's like, would you not want to keep your mask on? Because you're still in that in environment. A sterile environment. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Jonathan kind of ruined it. But he's just, Jonathan's just running through the hospital, opening every single door, <laughs> including the door that says isolation. He opens it and peeks his head True. in. And it's like, uh, Jonathan. That's probably not the best oh, thing Oh, Jonathan. That Jonathan. He had to find his beloved, though. <laughs> his angina started acting up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm more confused about this episode than when we started, honestly. <laughs> what? I'm still confused about it. The, the only things that I'm confused about is how Jennifer got a concussion from running into a garbage can. That fall is like <clears throat> one of the craziest things I've ever seen. <laughs> so funny. It's ridiculous. It, watch out for that can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jonathan's really on it with the watch out for the whatevers all <laughs> long right yeah joe what part what part is it making sense to you okay can you just like explain it to me from the outside there's this criminal man kenneth are you explaining it to me or am i explaining it to you i want (laughs) to see if i'm right about this explanation he has a racketeering ring or whatever he does criminal activity the fbi is after him and oh okay just explain it they have him okay okay so Kenneth Pander runs some kind of crime syndicate. Mm -hmm. He has been arrested by the FBI. So yes, you're right. But he has turned state's witness. So the Bruno Kirby-ish worst FBI agent in the world has been working for years to develop this case against the rest of the crime syndicate. So Kenneth Pander, he's, you know, wherever. They're keeping him someplace secret until he has to testify. Mm -hmm. But he has a medical condition, a heart condition. And so they made the decision that he needed medical care. And the FBI agent says, we thought that community hospital would be a discreet enough location that nobody would know he was here. We talked to the nurse and the doctors and the staff, and we arranged this scenario where he would be there okay, under guard and do this. But the guard, who is the crabby man in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. he got paid off and left Hmm. allowing the doctor who had been hired or was probably blackmailed because they say he had a gambling problem exactly yeah so he owes the syndicate something and so the doctor dresses as a nurse goes in and murders kenneth pander so there's okay jennifer's right there's really no evidence that kenneth pander was in the hospital they don't want anyone to think anybody was in that room like they're trying to even though he's been murdered now it's still like they just don't want anyone to know that he's dead either because then that also. Right. So. But wouldn't. So someone in the syndicate then murders the guard while they're at the FBI office right. because they're just trying to pick off all the witnesses. It's like Kenneth Pander first, check. Then the guard that they paid off, check. And I'm sure if it hadn't ended the way it was, then they would have killed the doctor as well. You have to clean up after yourself. So they wanted to kill Jennifer because she got involved as a witness and they probably would have killed the doctor. Does that make sense now? It makes sense, but it is uh, an, another departure from the usual heart-to-heart narrative in that you have the villain that you've... The, the syndicate is now 
external from the episode completely. We don't we don't see the kingpin of the no. syndicate at all. He still probably wants Jennifer dead after this episode is done. So it's not really you know usually episodes are henchmen with their overlord. We take care of the whole crime situation in the episode. The the overlord gets arrested at the end of the episode usually this the syndicate is so external from the episode that we never see the the kingpin of the syndicate so he's just still out there or whoever is still out no he's dead he's dead when did he die he's the one that gets murdered kenneth pander gets murdered i think what joe is saying is that whoever is in charge of murdering yeah these loose ends yeah tying up these loose ends like the assassin still on the loose yeah yeah, but it it won't matter to them because there will be no court case. Kenneth, they successfully killed Kenneth Pander. I'm sure they don't give a shit anymore. Now they have the doctor. Well, to that's turn okay. Against them. That's hmm. that's my question. The doctor, he's a real doctor, right? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. he yeah. he's worked at the hospital for a while because there haven't been any shift changes in a mm-hmm. long time. But he had gambling debts. Mm-hmm. Oh, he had gambling debts. Yeah, that's yeah, why. Yeah, that's why. Oh that's why. He so was he owed, he owed the syndicate. Some favors. I guess I don't give it. I don't. For me, like I have zero problem with with not seeing Kenneth Pander. The plot made sense to me. I'm s- yeah. Yeah. No, it made sense it to me sense too. Now. It's just like it's a it's another departure from the usual heart to heart system of doing things. It's it's a major departure. It's I a feel pretty like. sophisticated plot. I mean, mm-hmm. because you are dealing with like a subset of this criminal underworld. Yeah. Exactly. That isn't necessarily the focus of an investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just fallout. Like yeah. we're, we're what we're dealing with is fallout. Like right. like oh shit, something happened that fucked this up, and now all these things have to be taken care of. It's just a different part of an ancillary crime. I right. Know. Interesting. Hm. Yeah, I thought. Oh, I don't know. The more I think about this episode, the more I really like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have any any real bones to pick with it. With the plot. I mean, there's a few little things, but I just, to me, it's fine. I mean, like, I don't need them to have, like, another two-hour episode where the syndicate continues to come after Jennifer <laughs> or something. Like, I just don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Well, the, no, the the syndicate doesn't give a shit about Jennifer because she doesn't know anything about them and doesn't know what anybody looks like. Like, the, all they knew was that she could possibly identify the, the doctor. doctor, right? the hired killer. So yeah. then it was the FBI are the ones that don't want Jennifer to say anything because then she would reveal the fact that they were trying to do this undercover thing at the hospital. Yeah, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think that's just why I was confused more yeah. is that it's uh, you, I would think I was expecting the heart to heart kingpin to reveal himself eventually, but then he just never did. And it was only this corner of the of that whole operation. <laughs> I think that's why I like this one so much. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's because it is dealing with an offset of, of this criminal. Uh, yeah. Activity. It doesn't, doesn't require some irrational lawyer who just hates Jonathan. It doesn't require some of their shitty friends to be offing each other. Nobody's trying to rob them. Mm-hmm. Nobody's no uh, psychotically a- obsessed with, wanting to be with one of them, like for lack of a better term, it's a much more normal situation. Well, it's, just, yeah. it's a, it's an adult story. Totally. Like it's just a grown yeah. up. It's which a grown up out, episode. Right. It is exorcist three. <laughs> which started out so childlike, <laughs> like flying a kite. That's just such, that would be so embarrassing. It's another thing where <laughs> what I just, <laughs> what? that so like much like 
tis the season to be murdered. Jonathan and Jennifer dressing up and going to that factory just that like just cuts the core of me and makes me so embarrassed for them <laughs> that they were found out being dressing up as these accents. You know, they had these, like so, it's just so. I love that. I, it's, it's just like. like are you you do have a reputation and then this where he takes to the hospital for a kiting accident when she was running a kite across the park it's just like i would just think what the fuck are you doing it's so bizarre to me i mean sorry if you feel judged for flying kites (laughs) i feel like adults should probably be able to fly kites but I just don't, I can't, I can't believe that's what they spend their free time doing is flying a kite in a that's, park. Oh, I thought that kite was so cool. I was like, I man, I wish kite. I had that kite. It's just so weird to I, me. Yeah. I haven't had a desire to fly a kite since I was like eight years old. I yeah. Think. Yeah. But I don't know. But was that just something people did more in the eighties? Like- Maybe. <laughs> um, there was like late seventies, early eighties was when like the nylon material really came in for kites and things like rainbow wind socks and stuff like that was when that parachute type material really came into vogue and so there were a lot a lot of really cool kind of like super graphic-y kites mm-hmm. that's real mm-hmm. that's the thing maybe it was a fad thing like that that i just don't understand i think it, I, I think that does have a little bit to say about it like <laughs> I, I think it is it is a bit of a fad moment for kites i loved the music in this episode yeah Mm-hmm. Oh, the cre- the creepy like ventilator sounding. Oh, that was good. Uh, yeah, Joe. Joe was like, "What is terrifying. that sound?" <laughs> I thought yeah, that was, was like, supposed so to be creepy and good. I thought it was actually supposed to be some some what is it diegetic equipment? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was part of the soundtrack. Yeah, very weird. But mm-hmm. but, but not really just cool. not the creepy. I'm not even referring to the creepy music. I'm talking about like the 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 <laughs> concussion song, like when she's got a concussion <laughs> and Jonathan <laughs> is, is walking her to the walking her to the car. The theme that they use was so good. It was just really pretty and nice. And then it comes back at the very end. And it's a it's a variation on the heart to heart music that they haven't used before, and I was really into it. Cool, I was kind of I perked up. Mm-hmm. This episode's good. I mean, this episode is is a you know a uh, for hour long episodic TV. It's it's a thriller. Yeah, it's a really solid episode in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, it was uh, funny I, when it started. I was like, oh, this isn't going to be good, and then it was just like it just kept doing everything right. And I was yeah, like, it's, it's just, there's a consistent tone, which yeah, I really, that's the thing. It didn't, it didn't vacillate between wackadoo humor. Yeah. yeah it didn't suddenly turn into like fucking bed knobs and broomsticks. Yes. <laughs> it was much, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but much slower pace than a usual heart to heart, especially the beginning. Yeah. It was a slow, very slow languid pace. We, we didn't get into the action until like way later in the episode. It felt like, um, there was a couple of quotes I like when, jennifer first puts the hospital gown on she said she comes to the bathroom and she says whoever designed hospital gowns had to be sick when they got the inspiration (laughs) and then jonathan says well maybe they had you in mind yep because he was looking at her ass it was a that that was a really great that was a great sex joke like that i i thought that was perfectly played okay because it was really subtle and nice and I, it again was that like more sense. It was flirty and cute the way that I like Jonathan and Jennifer Wouldn't to too be. Much. Yeah. I would but, take yeah. that as an insult. <laughs> like what the no, fuck does that mean? Cause he gets to look at her, her, okay. her bare back. Well, I like that much more. That makes more sense. Uh, 
when the she's explaining to the doctor and the nurse when she wakes up i saw a murder you know like it was in this room and then they tell her no you're you're just you just were on meds or whatever she says for the last half hour i've been listening to an awful lot of things you both have been saying and that's just a statement i guess that you could make which is true it's like it's not it doesn't say anything this or this way or that way it's just like yeah you have been listening to what they've been saying it's like well no because no one's listening to hers so. yeah i guess i like just she's love basically saying like i'm tired of listening to you talk thanks yeah i love the, the same i love the neutrality of the way she said that though i have been listening to what you have been saying but she doesn't put any sort of adjective on it at all <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point she says max do you think i'm stable Men- mentally, mentally stable. <laughs> yeah stable mentally stable yeah. mentally mm-hmm. <laughs> and max says like yeah, you're you're fine or something <laughs> like you're all you're fine with me mrs h or yeah something like that. and Ooh. then she finds the wire behind the picture and she says one vote for reality i Ugh, really like that that was good that was, that good. was really good uh, my favorite is is still you know jennifer yet again pops off to authority figures right when she's like terrific yeah. to the fbi agent basically like yeah. every time she's always just like you're an idiot is yeah. what's always in her voice right uh-huh. when, she, when she says you're sorry i'm almost dead and everybody thinks i'm crazy it's like Ooh. yeah it's great news it's that like how's mrs moment. hart doing when the doctor asked nurse tan in that and she's like she's wealthy or whatever like that yeah right personal nurse yeah i'm her private nurse and no one's allowed to see mrs hart that was so baller i love i love that scene (laughs) nancy winston on the case Mm, no one's allowed to see mrs hart Mm -hmm. i'm her private nurse (laughs) yeah that you know that other nurse the what did you have a name miss tannen miss tannen nurse tannen she made that little sign and brought it in and put it up on the wall <laughs> that says no one will be examined until they fill out the proper forms <laughs> she just points to the sign that was so what a weird sign to have <laughs> everyone's like just endlessly riffing on cuckoo's nest every time there's a nurse right yeah i did i did have a moment where i i was kind of calling bullshit on the episode where it was like they have a doctor on call there's no way yeah. that they would have to go to a hospital, Doctor like Siegler, Doctor Max. He, where was he? They they explained him away. Like, didn't they say that he was he was away or or something? But I liked it when um the nurse, the first nurse, the one who looked freaked out by Jennifer for some reason, the wide eyed. Oh yes, nurse. <laughs> she, oh. Um, when she's when she said, "Is is Max your son or is Max your child your or whatever?" Boy. And I just I just thought. Fuck, I hate it when people ask me stuff like that. Because <laughs> whenever child. I'm in the hospital talking about my manservant, I <laughs> want it to be very clear that it is my manservant. Mm. Yeah. And it's that kind of service and those kinds of nosy ass questions that make you bring in your <laughs> private nurse. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh Jennifer like, Rock. I don't want you coming in. Jennifer Rock, that nurse's uh uniform. Like nurse, could you at least <laughs> pretend to be interested? That was the <laughs> Yeah. I'm very interested. What do you <laughs> what was it? Do you want to have dinner later? <laughs> <laughs> this was my least photographed episode ever. I think this it was, was not a not, fashion episode, not a visual episode. No. But especially that coat, Jonathan that coat. wore a decent yeah. outfit to the FBI agents. Uh, his yeah, suit, blue. his yeah. suit looked nice, blue with striped shirt yeah. underneath. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. He was looking good. Yeah. Um, but the, otherwise, this was not a fashion heavy episode. The music no. was the music was great for. Well, me. they squeezed all their fashion out of for the season. The last episode. Speaking of squeezing things out, it's time 
for pick your poke. Ellen, <laughs> the most disgusted face. Nancy Winston, mm-hmm. private nurse. Yeah, hot a, private nurse. Nancy agent Nancy Winston. She had a great look. Uh, I'm also going with Nancy. Oh wow! I, it Ooh. was for a second. It was Doctor Kellen. Genderbender. Um, he has kind of a Tom Jones vibe. He was really like the first scene that you see him in. I was like, oh, he's really attractive. And I looked him up, the actor, um, whose name is Jared Martin. And uh, he, oh. he's an attractive guy. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I like his curly hair mm-hmm. uh, and his blue eyes. I hate to be this guy again, but them skinny little legs. I was like, nope. Uh, it's, it's Nancy. Aww, Nancy Winston. Played by Nancy <laughs> Blair. Oh wow! Who is gorgeous? Uh, super, super absolutely! Gorgeous. My God! I had a a poke coaster, a roller coaster of pokeable men. <laughs> uh, first was the French waiter slash restaurant owner. Thought oh. he was pretty cute. Henri, on- yeah, Henri, Henri, Henri. Okay, Henri. I, th- I thought he said Anne Marie, and I was like, <laughs> couldn't be Anne Marie. <laughs> Anne Marie. <laughs> And then it was to be confused with the owner Pierre, who lives in the back. And then I, I we didn't get much screen time, so I switched to the FBI guy with a big bushy mustache because I love mustaches. But then in the end, I settled on the doctor because I saw him again. Yeah. So, <laughs> Doctor Kellen. Doctor Kellen. There was a waiter at the restaurant with a mustache that was very hot, but I was like, oh. "That's cheating." Yeah, I, you I, can't. That that didn't. That's kind of cheating. I feel like it's cheating if they don't have a single line. Well, I did pick the uh, in in um, Solid Gold Murder. I did pick the snake thrower who didn't have yeah. any lines. <laughs> Sitting at he the is consistently silent but deadly. But yeah. he ha- that was his <laughs> second time in a Heart to Heart episode, so I think that he is right. like that. Give it up. Yeah, he, yeah. He's he the only recurring character. He's a regular. Yeah. The only recurring villain <laughs> that I lust after so hard. He's a man of hench. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does anybody have any other things to bring up before we do ratings? I don't think so. Oh, I do. I do. Mm. Um, when the hearts, I don't know if it's when they're driving home from the hospital the first time or when they're driving to the hospital, but um, there's a scene of the street and there is a van driving in front of their car, and the back doors of the van are painted to look like the back pockets of a pair of blue jeans. <laughs> it's one of the greatest things I have Whoa. ever I seen. I didn't catch that. How did I, I not have never that. seen that before. Just when I think I've seen every cool way to paint your van in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> I haven't, and this was amazing. I also amazing. love when they reuse the studio lot cars, you know, in all the parking lot scenes. It's yeah. the same awesome Dotson or whatever. Hmm. But yeah, I would say look for it. That van is incredible. <laughs> Didn't you bring up the Dotson? Yeah, because they, they, did, they did a Rolls Royce shot with that Dotson. They put the logo right in the middle of the screen. It was really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Dotson. Right, and there's like the MG. Yeah. It appears twice in this episode. Mm-hmm. I got to see that van. That sounds cool. The pack. Oh, it's it's so cool. It's so cool. It's so funny. Yeah, it's a dark, a dark blue van with the brown, yeah. orange brown, like, painted stitching the last one i had was uh, it really seemed that conversation between the surgeons really seemed ad-lib to me i don't know 
like improv like in the in the surgical theater yeah it was something like are you you getting you going what are you doing this weekend something like that they just needed to fill some time it did not seem written down (laughs) i like that uh, that that added again to just the whole tone of this episode where it was Mm. just like yeah no this is all just really happening like i there there was the scene where the nurse came in to set up the surgical room Mm-hmm. That, that was, was cool. unnecessary, and I was just like, "This is great! Like, I I love this. I it makes I love a that difference just doing this. Yeah, it, it makes does. a difference. It makes a huge difference. Whoever directed this episode really, really took some care with it. And I, I it's the I, same man who directed it. 111 episodes. Probably <laughs> it is. I looked uh, him up. John Patterson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah. Good job. He uh, really changed Interest- it up. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting camera work. Oh, he's like, also directed a bunch really of solid. episodes of yeah. Sopranos. And yeah. Sopranos. Weirdly. A lot of HBO shows. So this guy, this guy has survived the chops. He knows what he's doing. How many episodes of heart to heart are there total again? 111. So he directed all of them <laughs> because no. it's listed. I looked him up on IMDb and it said 111 episodes of heart to heart, but maybe it just meant that there are 111 episodes of heart to heart. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. No. There's, Lots of lots of different directors. Okay. He directed he directed two episodes of Heart to Heart. Oh. <laughs> what he directed <laughs> He directed What Murder? Oh. Yes. Also very Dude, complicated. Th- oh, this is bumming yeah. me out. These are the only two episodes that he directed. That's it. We don't get any more. Fuck, John. He's the, he's the king of the thrill tone. Man, you're the shit, John Patterson. The the mm. director vanishes. <laughs> He jumped out the rear window. <laughs> well, should we do ratings? Yeah. Yes. All right. Zero to five hearts. Ellen begins. Five. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> I'm so scared about these ratings. Um, that's a strong start. Yeah. Would you like to expound on that? No. <laughs> no, obviously not. Uh, I'm giving this a four. Oh, um, thank God. I did love this episode. I thought it was really, really great. My problems are with the fbi agent mm-hmm. mainly that scene of him turning the light off yeah. i know that this is this this seems nitpicky or whatever but it was so ludicrous like that's <laughs> this because this episode is is really fucking good it's mm-hmm. so so good it's a little slow but i like slow yeah um and then that scene it was like well you're just i don't like it when I, when it's obvious that you're tricking me um, I th- I think that's that's a that's a flaw. So mm. I'm I'm striking a point for that. But it's a it's it's a solid episode. I'm gonna watch it again. It's just like something else could have happened there. He could have been out the window and then fallen down, or just any other thing could have happened there. He could have just went like shh, yeah, and, and walked out, and then she'd be like, I can't even say anything to that. Yeah, just it's just so weird. It doesn't make sense. Because he's um, also in the ladies' room, like, yeah. <laughs> like all she has to do is go, like, ah, <laughs> get yeah. the fuck out of the ladies' room. <laughs> the yeah. Room. See, for me, everything else about this episode is so great that I don't give a shit about that yeah. at all. I just yeah. feel like the tone and everything for this episode is exactly what I want mm. from everything. Mm-hmm. It's dark, it's thrilling. Yeah, it's complicated. Twists and turns. Yeah. Creepy music. Exorcist three vibes. Doctor Tom Jones, doctor. Doctor dressed sexy as woman, agent with nurse lady, full face yeah. of makeup. 
Uh, I'm going to go. I was so scared you guys were both going to give it a five and I was going to do a 4.5 again and ruin the heart of gold. But we don't have to worry about that anymore because Eric gave it a four. So I'm going to go 4.5. Yay. Um, and feel confident about it because is it, is it bad that i never worry about how <laughs> i'm like nope, well if the roles well, if they if you I also work. i also unabashedly fly my kite if you had yeah i know <laughs> you worry enough about the minute max to make up for your your uh, like <laughs> yeah, yeah we all have thing. Thing i'm not rating. not i'm not saying that uh we're you know. Eric and I are the mean girls for I'm Minimax. Not in a glass house. And you and Eric are the mean girls for ratings. And Eric and I are the mean girls for pick your poke. <laughs> <laughs> How exciting that we're all terrible. Yeah, we're all ter- terrible <laughs> and terrified of each other. Um, I <laughs> love, I do love this episode and I love that it Good. was slower paced with less humor, but not really boring because there were moments that reminded me of uh, murder between friends in the slower mm-hmm. pace of things, but mm-hmm. that, that was really, boring. was it the little red capsules? Because those were the same. <laughs> yes, it was definitely the red capsules. <laughs> it was just, it felt completely tone shift, especially after the last episode when sticks was blaring while we watched somebody <laughs> stab yes. a portrait <laughs> and like cut a hole in a portrait of a model that what a huge, what a tonal shift. Yeah. But it felt like, in a good way, an experiment that they tried something new. They tried to freshen it up in a good way. It's the American way. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they they've tried to fre- they've tried to they've tried to vary from their formula in ways that have gone so wrong, but didn't feel like they were. It didn't feel like in a good spirit, and this one felt like it was in a good spirit. Yeah. So I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, great episode. I'm I'm so happy that the last two episodes have been so fun and. Mm. And good. I it's I'm back in it. I'm I'm rejuvenated. Yeah. Uh Ellen, what are we doing next? Yeah. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Originally airing on May 19th, 1981. Next week we're going to be talking about murder takes a bow. Mm. I thought you were gonna say bath. Murder takes a a bath. <laughs> uh, Jennifer's death scene in an amateur production could become the real thing when the director realizes she can identify him as the murderer of a young playwright. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Community mm-hmm. community theater. Oh, this is a show. I have a I have a random question about what is written down on the DVD. Um, ah. For the latest in high fashion murder. Latest fashion in murder, yeah. It's, it's wrong the, on the It's wrong thing. on that, yeah. Because yeah. it, <laughs> it was funny when I was editing that episode. It, uh, Ellen says the title, The Latest mm-hmm. Fashion Murder. And then mm-hmm. you ask her, what was the title again? And she says it again. And then when we put the DVD in, it said The Latest in this High Fashion High murder. Fashion Murder. And I was like, oh, why does that seem weird to me? <laughs> it does. Yeah, it seemed yeah, weird. It's a different, it's, it's wrong. On yeah. the insert for the DVDs. Interesting. Hmm. A murder takes a bow. Slash murder takes a bath. Murder takes a bath. <laughs> murder eats a humbow. <laughs> um, <laughs> is the second to the last episode for season two. Oh my god. Oh shit. Next week. Already? Holy shit. Next week we're finishing season two. Holy fuck. We gotta get that fucking press release out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really get, do. We get, really do. Get your recap on. Oh, I oh, can't shit. wait for the re- I'm really excited about the recap. 
Yeah, uh, oh, and also, I guess this is as good a time as any to let everybody know that starting with season three, we are moving to one episode a week. Yeah. Uh, one episode of the show a week, at least. Um, we might fuck around with some other episodes. We have some thoughts. We have some thoughts and we have some some ideas about uh, uh, supplemental episodes that will... We'll 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 try them. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna just... do we're gonna do one episode a week. That lets us do this for a longer time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it also lets us get some work done. It allows me to have my baby in peace <laughs> without the stress of wow two episodes a week. It allows me to not blend all the episodes together in my brain. That's I'm. I'm that's the one thing I'm kind of excited about is watching the show in a more kind of genuine intensity. Well, With well, intensity. A, a genuine experience of how you watch it, which is once a week. With more centauri times. It's yep. definitely gonna centauri be centauri times. times. Uh but yeah, we're gonna move to one episode a week. I actually, if anyone has any thoughts, any listeners have any thoughts on which day you would prefer <laughs> the one episode to come out, let mm. let us know at our Instagram at it was murder pod or on Twitter at it was murder pod, or you can email us at it was murder pod at gmail.com. Just let us know if you yes. prefer your episode on Tuesday or on Friday. Oh. It really like it, it or, or on, I don't know. On I was going to say Monday or Monday. Like mm. we'll, we'll do it whenever. Like it, it really doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter for us. Uh, if you have a preferred time, there like is to to us, then one. Let us know. There's one wrong answer. There is there one. Is? Wrong. Yeah. What might it be? Well, we'll tell you if you get it wrong. <laughs> but there is <laughs> one of the days is wrong. God, Joe. wow, you're such clickbait, Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you should work for the but- <laughs> New York Times. <laughs> I am looking forward to the season recap. That was really fun last time. I don't know if anyone besides me and Eric listened to it. Oh, but I, I we know some people it. listen to it. We definitely know some people oh. listen to it. Okay, oh, good. Great. And I promise that uh, I will probably get as drunk as I did <laughs> the oh. last season recap. Cool. <laughs> well, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping to. I don't know. Bring in a little guest. Oh, a little guest feature, or you know, I feel like we've talked a lot about even more questions and mm-hmm. topics. So it's exciting. And I know everyone is excited about season three. Yes. I'm yes. very excited for season three. I'm very excited for season three. Mm-hmm. Um, submit your minute maxes. Like give, give us your minute maxes. If you, if you have an episode in particular that you want to do, just send us an email mm-hmm. or a message on Instagram uh, it, at it was murder pod all it, at all the things. Um, and just let us know. Mm-hmm. And as of now, multiple people can do the same one. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to say it's it's only a minute. I'm going to say if we get if we ever get three minute maxes for one episode, we don't have to do them. Oh, yes, please, everybody <laughs> help them. I still help want to bitch out. And I kind of still want I'm still to. doing mine. <laughs> Joe will still do it. I'm not. <laughs> Outsource, baby. Outsource. It's 2021. If Ellen doesn't get, do hers and I get two it's minutes. It's a gig economy. Gig economy. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to help. It's true. Employment is down. I'm here to help. Well, thank you guys so much for sticking with us. Uh, next week is going to be the, our la- the last week of season two. Oh, my God. That is so crazy. And so that means we've done 40... 
40 episodes of the podcast more than 40 more than 40 uh considering the recap and the intro we've done oh 44 i think 44 episodes wow wow yeah i love you guys i love love you you too and we love all of you that are listening we love you each individually feel the love feel the love Mm -hmm. Uh, toxic positivity can you can you feel the love tonight (laughs) i can't it's enough to make it <laughs> like a bow. Uh, I'm going to say, we don't, I don't love you, but I might like you if I got to know you. But right now, I don't know you, listener. Since I'm the one that like reads uh-huh. the messages. So withholding. <laughs> yeah. Since, so. since I run the Instagram, I get to talk to you guys a lot more. Yeah. Um, and Eric I, knows I do love several you. of you and does love you. I don't know you. <laughs> I have a disorder that prevents me from loving. <laughs> from loving. <laughs> Ellen Ellen is from incapable of love. She's an android. <laughs> yep. What is love? But I am able to watch television shows in large volumes <laughs> and talk about them <laughs> with zero I have love. Something I have something I can give to the <laughs> world. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Freeway, as was mentioned in this episode, d- delivered a stellar performance. Good boy, <laughs> as a, Freeway. As a dog. Good boy, Freeway. And I hope that you got a bunch of treats for that particular episode. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Oh, and you guys should go. If you guys aren't following our me and Joe's dog on Instagram... <laughs> Uh, you get, y'all got to follow Boba. Uh, it's Boba Gar- Bobolini Garblood. God, uh, that's we need to change the, that. She's so cute. I'm sorry, but I just have to talk about my baby. <laughs> she is so damn cute, and she just keeps getting cuter every day. Yeah, she really Aww. does. Yeah. And now she's super cuddly, and it's so great. We showed you this, right? Our little ceramic of her. Yeah, I love it. It's so cute. Oh, I still, we haven't still we still haven't posted that to the Instagram, but we we shall now. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, good night. We we already said good night, freeway. Um. We never. <laughs> we ne- we did never say our rating total. Uh. Oh, the, it's a thirteen point five. Thirteen point five, which is a which is a real good heart attack. Heart attack. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well deserved. I guess we don't really need to say that. You can kind of do it in your head, but. <laughs> <laughs> I became a real Eeyore at the end of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, the the crown has passed. (laughs) Let the next generation bum everybody's shit out all the time. (laughs) Yeah.